0: and how you stack up against dozens of other heavy-duty parts businesses. Head to heavydutyconsulting.com and schedule a meeting with us today. All right, let's start this episode. You're listening to the Heavy-Duty Parts Report. I'm your host, Jamie Irvin, and this is the show where you get expert advice about heavy-duty parts that keeps trucks and trailers on the road longer while lowering cost per mile. We are at
1: Heavy Duty Aftermarket Week here in Grapevine, Texas at the Gaylord Texan Hotel and Resort. Just a mammoth facility. We're on the floor. Literally, I'm staring out a window right now and people are staring back at us (laughs) wondering who are these guys talking and why are they here? But I am your host uh, Tyler Robertson. Jamie Irvine unfortunately is unable to attend the show. He is up in Canada. COVID restrictions. All these weirdness that goes on. Uh, But ironically, he booked the meaning for me to do this guest host was yeah. someone who lives in the same city as me back That's in right. South Carolina. So with that, yeah, Robert Isherwood, uh, the CEO at AMBAC International. And you may have recognized Robert. You've been on my podcast, yeah. and you've been also on episode 46 with Jamie with as well. Jamie. So, yeah. hey, welcome. Welcome back to Heavy Duty Parties Report, and welcome to Grapevine, Texas. Yeah, thank you very much. This is cool. So, really how, cool. Is, have you guys done the in-person events? Is this the first one,
2: or what? This is the first time we've had the full crew here in the booth and everything yeah. else, and and so far it's been great. You know, I, I like the virtual events like that we do with you guys and others, but there's something about being here. You know, that yeah, I magic. like yeah. I
1: like him, and I think it'll be a thing going forward too. Where it's we do a little virtual, a little in exactly. person, yeah. and we mix it up yeah. and. Personally, I am just, like, done with Zoom at this point, and it's great to see people face-to-face. So pleasure and and thankful that you're here and everything. So let's just start with this. We're here at HDAW, Heavy Duty Aftermarket Week. There's a lot of kind of co-events going on, and there's a lot of discussions about the future of the trucking industry. Yeah. We got electrification. I'm diesel laptops. You guys make diesel injectors. Yep. We got robots driving trucks. Some point in the future. Yep. Technology's changing in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. What kind of trends are you guys seeing from, from your side of the equation?
2: Oh, a lot, actually, you know, you can't really even, you know, watch the news or read the paper without seeing supply chain issues. And those are a lot of times they're talking about trucking when they're talking about supply chain and the ports and all that kind of stuff. And, And then COVID-related issues and people-related issues. So those are the two big macro trends that we see a lot, and it's really impacting us. In fuel injection in particular, there's another trend going on, and that is it's getting more and more complex to understand what used to be a relatively simple part. You know, it goes bad. You put a new one in the engine, right? Now it's not like that at all. Um, There's a lot more kind of technical development happen, and, and i've had the pleasure of getting a
1: tour of your place i've seen yep. you guys literally on one end of the factory take a, a block of aluminum and on yep. the other hand comes out a fuel pump right yep it, it's really quite amazing you know what's going on there and as i've been talking to other people and obviously supply chain keeps coming up with mm-hmm. everyone too sure. yeah. uh and I, I was joking i'm like you know the guy nobody knew about was the guy that was the procurement and purchasing department like yeah. nobody cared about that guy or gal no one no <laughs> one knew what they really did things just showed up yes. i gotta imagine now that's a pretty popular person inside a manufacturing company
2: oh yeah and it's a you know it's a really it's a strategic resource i think but for us you know we're a us manufacturer so yep. like and you've been to the plant so steel comes in on one end and fuel injectors go out the other end. So a lot of the global supply chain issues that we've been seeing industry-wide haven't really impacted us as much, which is really pretty cool. So you're very fortunate. I, I mean, yeah. I know my company, right? Mm-hmm. And we
1: import product from three countries yeah. and they were the first three hardest hit by COVID. Yeah. It was China, Italy, and Spain. Yeah. <laughs> like It's like, boom, boom, boom. And we're like, man, I really wish we'd stuff here. And yeah. some of what we make is like cables. And we wanted... To make them here mm-hmm. we couldn't find anybody like yeah. they could we like well we get the components from china like well sure yeah. <laughs> what, are, what are we so fixing here then yeah. right so yeah we're it, dead in the water right? it's yeah. it's really it's really great to hear that mm-hmm. um i you know another trend is electrification i get asked this all sure, the time yeah. on diesel laptops again mm-hmm. you sell diesel diesel fuel injection yeah right so does that start coming into your company's thought process at all of
2: man it, it patient, how gonna um, deal with this oh yeah sure and I, I, my company has been around for over 110 years so we currently manufacture a lot of diesel fuel injection systems we manu- manufacture other things as well but we started in heavy duty engine components with magnetos and, and other products and that's the key thing for us we love fuel injection but we we are heavy duty people i was a truck driver once so we know that there is no future where there will not be farmers that need to bring in crops. There will not be farmers that need to distribute their crops to the, to the end-user consumer. So that's our market. If it's fuel, great. If it's hydraulics, great. If it's electric, even better. And I think electrification brings a huge advantage to our industry because it's a different power strain that applies very, very well to a different problem. Yeah. So it's good. It's good for everybody, I think.
1: Yeah. You know, we keep saying the same thing, too, Mm -hmm. because I'm like people like, man, aren't you worried? I'm like, hey, here's the thing. I was late to the diesel diagnostic game. Like people literally had a decade, two decade head start on me. And I think I caught him pretty quick. And guess what? We all got equalized. (laughs) We're we're all at day one. So now it's game on. Right. Like it's it's a new it's a new playing field. The board got reset. Yep. Now we get to see what happens here. And I think Mm -hmm. you're absolutely right. A lot of companies are looking at like, man, there's there's opportunity here. There's Mm -hmm. change but there's oh, yeah. also, there's also yeah, yeah. opportunity. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of manufacturers here. A lot of people here selling parts. Mm-hmm. And I, I said this in another podcast. I'm like, I've been shocked how many times as we're trying to set up our e-commerce and things we're doing. And we sure. talk to people and we're like, Hey, show us your line card. And they're like, here it is. And we're like, where's, where's your engine parts? Yeah, <laughs> Like, well, we don't do those. We don't like, do those. What, yeah. Wait, how are you aftermarket and you want to compete yeah. against the dealers, but you don't do engine parts. Yeah. So yeah. explain to me how you're going to do that. Like, yeah. you know, so, you know, why right now is it a good time if someone's listening to this that's not into our industry and selling sure. fuel injection components? Why, yes. why would they get into
2: it? Yeah, why would you start selling fuel injection yeah. components? Um, because when you have a customer walk in the door to a parts counter or something like that, they have a problem and you need to have an answer or they're going to someplace else. And so part of that portfolio of answer that you need to have is fuel injection. So it's really about protecting your customer relationship and and doing the best thing for your customer. Now, it's hard to get into fuel injection, and that's what a lot of people look at. But they say, you know, there's so many things, i got to know a lot about a lot of stuff in order to do that. And there's hundreds of SKUs, i got to figure out how to stock and all that kind of stuff. So it's not easy. but we're seeing, you know, for one of our one of our major customers, they had a lift of about ten thousand dollars off fuel injection sales on their parts counters per counter. Yeah, not a bad deal.
1: It's it's not a bad deal. So yeah. your particular products, like how how wide of a catalog or how how deep is it? Do you guys have? Yeah. I mean, no one's ever got a hundred percent coverage on everything, right? But wow. where where, where are, maybe you guys do? I don't know. Yeah. I'm curious to know. Like how 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 covered? Yeah. How much coverage can you give people if they work with Ambeck?
2: Yeah. Uh, to the best of my knowledge, we have the broadest coverage of anyone in the business. And that is really something that we've spent the past three years developing. So we have a, a phenomenal catalog, a deep, deep amount of technical knowledge, aces and pies information, which is something that I know that people listening to your podcast have been educated about. Yeah. Um, so that is really a lot of the, of, of the magic of why you would talk to AMBAC, um, because it's, a, it's in a sense a one-stop shop. And so we can cover anything that moves down the road, basically, and most everything that moves over the ground. Well, I'm hearing you guys got wide coverage. Very I've been to your
1: coverage. place. I, yes. I've seen the. I mean, I physically have seen a made at, yeah. your, at your location. <laughs> I know right. the quality, and I know I've met so many people at your company on that tour, and I got yeah. to hear them talk and, and do different mm-hmm. things in the in the meetings. Sure, they they are passionate people at your company about this. Yeah, and again, American made. You don't find a lot of that anymore, and that yeah. is a really big deal that people really need to look at because when things like this happen. In the global supply chain? Yeah. Really handy when someone in your backyard can still yep, manufacture and get your truck going. Yeah, again. we can
2: actually make stuff. And and the team, so, uh, you know, we're in made in the USA, but we're also employee-owned. So and we're employee-owned and open-book managed using a, a system called the Great Game of Business. What that means is when you call up Heather, who's in customer service, or you talk to Dean, who's in technical support, you're talking to the guy who owns the company. Yeah, that's an important difference because they will do what they have to do to make sure you get back on the road. Well, and I'm, that's what they want. I'm going
1: to say this. This is for the audience. Listen, I literally did not yeah. know Robert. He's like, hey, come over to our place. Come to this. Come yeah. to this huddle <laughs> meeting. I'm like, OK, And I show sure. up. And I walk in and they got a big board and it's got yeah. it, it looked to me on the board on a whiteboard. I'm like, that looks like an income statement. And literally it was. And employees is, yeah. were calling out sales numbers and cost numbers and all these things. Yeah. I'm like. They just literally, I don't even know this guy or this company, yep. and they just showed me what they made this week. Like, I can do math here pretty quick. It was yep. a really cool thing. It's a really cool process you have, yep. but I think that goes right into your employees. They're part of it. Like, everyone exactly. everyone says employees are part of our company. In your case, oh, really? they really, yeah. you, they you really? actually work for them.
2: I do. Yeah. 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 So I'm the CEO, but I was elected, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we're going to take a quick little commercial break here from Mm -hmm. one of our sponsors. So with that, we'll be back
0: in one second. Having issues with your commercial equipment? You need ATA's Technology and Maintenance Council, also known as TMC. TMC develops recommended practices addressing the most pressing technology and maintenance issues affecting commercial vehicle fleets. You can join TMC for just pennies a day, and when you do, you'll get access to thousands of pages of technical information, and you can attend events like the upcoming 2022 Annual Meeting and Exhibition, March 7th through 10th in Orlando, Florida. For more information, check out TMC at tmctrucking.org. Don't have a heavy-duty part number and need to look up a part? Go to parts.diesellaptops.com or download the app on Apple or Android to create your free account. Looking for high-quality fuel injection for heavy-duty applications? Having one supplier for fuel injection allows you to better serve customers by providing them with a complete line which increases your sales and profitability. Learn more at ambackinternationalcom slash aftermarket.
1: So before the break, we were talking about trends, talking about your company, sure, all man. these things going on. So here's my next question for you. What are some of the main issues parts resellers face and how does that impact their ability to serve customers who own
2: commercial trucks? Oh, yeah, that's a that's a huge one. And actually, you've seen this and you know this better than I do. Finding the right part. Yeah. So something broke, throw a code. I can figure out what the code is. Now what? I got to find that part and I got to find the right cross references and I got to find it. You know, oh, who's got inventory and all that. You got to call who stuff. has it. When can I get it? What's the price? Oh, yeah, like
1: yeah. It's yeah. It, it's a nightmare.
2: It's Yeah, it's unbelievable. And when you think about it, you know, a commercial truck sitting on the side of the road waiting for a part is costing you, you know, I'll make up a number that's reasonable, $2 a minute? Yeah. And the parts guy is making phone calls. Yeah. What, in what, what year world? What
1: year are we in? I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's I, right. I feel like we need like a telegram over there or yeah. something too, or the carrier pigeon, right? Yep. Like it is it is absolutely insane that the amount of effort goes into a parts guy to go find yeah. one part. Isn't and that here, incredible? here's the cruddy thing. That could be a $10 part they're going to mark up and make three or five bucks. Sure. Or it could be a $1,000 part that they're going to make, you know, markup. Yeah, They lose money a lot of times just sourcing parts, trying to get them in there. Yep. And then if someone's actually got to deliver them there and, or go pick them up. Like oh, it's yeah, yeah. it's not a great process. Yeah. And it, it's amazing to me that that process has been really unaffected by the internet <laughs> like
2: it, yeah, it, it blows it my mind yeah.
1: when I can yep. order anything I'm, I can order food and have it show at my house in 30 minutes yep. I can I can click a button and have Amazon drop a package off in two hours like it, yep. and we're still using the phones or we're having to drive somewhere and throw a part on the counter oh, yeah, to I figure know. it out
2: yeah it drives me crazy when I hear people I get, I get a price and availability call I'm Like, well, first of all you should know the price you should know the availability and you should know the inventory level before the part fails yeah
1: And and I've said this too, like I worked at an OEM dealer. We use one piece of software to diagnose the truck another yeah. piece of software to repair it to yeah. figure out how to repair it another piece of software to find out the part number and another piece of software to order it like what yeah. are we doing <laughs> like, like why do we do it and they're all complaining about man we got too much work in the shop we can't get it all yep. through or we're over, like yeah because we, we made the most convoluted process possible to to do this thing which That's right yeah. it's okay there's there's a lot of companies trying to fix it and mm-hmm. i know part of the equation is companies like you trying to get the data right so yeah. that it can go yeah. quick and can get through yeah.
2: that yeah and we spent uh, three year, three four years now, working just on making sure the data is right because that it really becomes the the backbone or the coin of the realm in this industry. Right. I think we're in a software world at this point. We just need to realize that we're, we're all in the software technology business, yeah. whether we
1: whether we know it or not. Yeah. And, and it's definitely impacting all of our businesses. Mm-hmm. And in a lot of cases, the negative way when the technology is not where it should be. And I can say that yeah. with a straight face in our industry of parts and procurement and looking at parts and order it's not where it should be it is not and, and no. it, it is it is literally hurting us hard and yeah, it's going to get no. worse before it gets better yeah. so we're
2: in a national crisis over supply chain issues well what if we can make our supply chain one percent more efficient yep i i talk Unlike. about that all the time like we, we don't
1: need we don't need big big changes we need one percent changes yeah. <laughs> and we'll we'll get there yeah. eventually so a- another question for you here. Sure. So as I understand, what are what are the three pillars of aftermarket support
2: you provide your distributors? So we provide inventory support, as we've talked about. You know, the supply chain is a big deal. Inventory, who's got the part? And so we have our very robust inventory, and we're very cautious and con- conscious, I should say, about analyzing our inventory to make sure we have the right level. So that's a big deal. And then training. So we provide training to our distributors and to our end-use customers about the product. The product is complex and it's becoming more complex. And so you really need a partner that can provide all of that background, bench depth information and then we have support programs for example we have a very very simple core management program you know in remanufacturing core is the key that's the that's you got to have the core back you got to have the core back <laughs> yeah. but for uh you know the parts guys in the and you know there's, they don't need another complicated core management program they need something simple and so we have a very very simple process and other pro- support kinds of processes Because really what we're trying to do is just get the part to the guy that's got a broken truck as efficiently and as quickly as possible yeah. So are you guys
1: looking for more distribution and distributors at this point? or Are you guys OK with what you have or where, where are you guys on that front?
2: Yeah. So the industry is changing once once again. And so the distribution model, I think, that is evolving very rapidly. And so we're always interested in talking with the forward thinking um, distributors who are really, you know, proactive and getting ahead of the industry changes. We'd love to have a conversation. Yeah. No, that's great. So let me ask you another question here. What happens when you can't find the
1: right part for a vehicle owner or a fleet? Like, yeah. like what?
2: What? what Nothing good. Then? Yeah. Yep. Nothing good, and and that's really the crux of the matter is you got a you got a truck down. You know the drivers, and, and I've been there. Is in a hotel for two or three weeks. Trucks full of stuff that's got to get somewhere. It's not happening. I mean, it gets really, really bad, really fast. Very expensive.
1: So, say someone's listening to this, like, man, sure. you know what? I would love to sell AMBAX injectors and yeah. in their, in their trees that mm-hmm. they have. How big of a learning curve is it for them? Is, is, it, is yep. it this, if they know nothing about injectors, I mean, injectors, I, I really know nothing about it. I worked at an OEM dealer. I just knew to, mm-hmm. here's, the, here's, the, here's the VIN and engine serial number. Yep. I can look it up. Oh, that's my part. Yep. It's here's different. Part. I know it's different in the aftermarket world. Sure. How steep of a learning curve is this for these guys to, to take on a new product like you guys sell?
2: It's not It's not as hard as it sounds, right? Um, and you can go to ambacinternationalcom slash aftermarket and you can see some of our initial training videos and stuff like that. So you can get some background information before you even call um, get some kind of context and understanding, and then give us a call, and we'll do a couple of trainings, and we'll do, we'll talk through some things, talk about your customer needs, and build a program around your solution, so you can get there actually very very fast. Well, like I
1: said earlier, I've been to your place, I've I've yes. met you plenty of times, met your employees, class operation that you have going Thank on you there. Uh, you guys, you guys really know what you're doing. and I know mm-hmm. you're like us; you just want to help people get their trucks back on the road quick as possible, yeah. right? I mean, that's that's what we're all trying to do. Because mm-hmm. you know what I know. I don't want to hear my wife complain how we can't get certain groceries or certain
2: things on the the table, right? And I'm sure you hear it, too, from from people you know. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it it just frustrates me. And I have a lot of sympathy for, you know, the guy that's sitting on the side of the road because... I've done that. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny.
1: So for people listening, you know, I didn't know you were a truck driver before. So like that, that um, thousand questions there. But that's interesting. Mm -hmm. And we actually have uh, the camera crew that's helping us here at HDAW. Tex isn't in here right now. I've had Mm -hmm. him on my podcast. He does the camera stuff and videos. But he was a truck driver as well. So it's actually amazing how many people are in um, our industry yeah. started somewhere in our industry have yep. kind of gone up through it yep. and I think that's a real advantage though because sure. you know what they go through exactly right
2: that's you know, in your experience on the parts counter so yeah. you know exactly the problem because oh. you lived that problem I I got paid for 10 years to learn all the problems in the industry. Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) So I was like... What an education. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a reverse education maybe. (laughs) Maybe. I was actually talking to one of my executives today. I'm like, you know what we should do? Mm -hmm. We should go find some repair shops around town and every new employee, I don't care if they're in accounting, sales, customer service, Mm -hmm. and just ask, can we just make them a service writer for two weeks just so they can experience... Yep. What goes on here? Because it's really hard to bring someone in outside our industry and be yeah. like, "This is the problem." And you, you try to tell them, like, "This is the problem." Like, surely that's not a problem. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, right, it, yeah. is,
2: it is a problem. Because I'll tell you, it's hey, it's 2022. What do you mean you have to call for a price and availability? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I yeah. Like, what do you mean they don't they don't answer the phone right away? I got a, yeah. they, they got voicemail. Like, dude, welcome, welcome to our world. They, to we, yeah, we got a lot of heavy, problems, yeah. but. With problems come opportunities. Exactly. It sounds like you're doing that over at AMBAC. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, let's just say this. If you've been listening to the Heavy Duty Parts Report here, I'm your host, Tyler Robertson. Again, Jamie, we miss you. Hopefully we'll see you here at the next one. I know he's doing some more live events going on. Yeah. Robert, are you guys going to be doing some other events this year in 2022? Or is this is this kind of the only one that's on the books right now?
2: Uh, so we'll be with you guys in, at, the, at the virtual conference. Yep. Um, and we'll be at Apex. And... And then throughout the year, we do training, and um, actually, we need to talk about a training program. Perfect. Um, so you'll see us around, and if you and if you ever want to keep up with us, you know, subscribe to our blog, and uh, you'll get all the updates. Well, and thank you for mentioning the virtual
1: expo. Yeah. So this year we're excited. We took our virtual expo. Mm-hmm. Uh, another company in the space was doing one. We said, hey, let's let's do them together and do one really, really big one. Yep. So it's exciting times, I think, for everybody. Uh, the evolution of everything. Can't be happy with what you're currently yeah. doing. You've got to be a little bit better, that 1% better. We're 1%. trying to do the exact same thing. 1%. So you've been listening here. I've had Robert Ursherwood with the CEO of AMBAC International. To learn more about AMBAC and their fuel injection products, visit ambacinternational.com com forward slash aftermarket. Again, Robert, thank you for being on the Heavy Duty Parts Report.
2: Uh, thank you very much.
0: HDA Truck Pride is the heart of the independent parts and service channel. They have 750 parts stores and 450 service centers conveniently located across the U.S. and Canada. Visit com slash Pride today to find a location near you. Again, that's heavydutypartsreport.com slash Pride and let the heart of the Independent Service Channel take care of your commercial equipment.